It takes a village to talk to Phrasma. <laughs> Way to weasel out of it, Matt, by being right. Bollocks. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. How is everybody doing today? Oof. Yeah. Great. Super. Ready for a fight. So, you guys wake up. On the island of empty eyes, you guys sleep in the ship, or did you sleep in the fort? If we're home, we're sleeping at home. We're sleeping yeah, in the fort, probably the fort, right? Okay. You guys wake up uh, on the day that, according to the message that you found on Beidou Hanji's corpse, is the day that some sort of attack is being planned on your island. You don't know what the scale of this attack is. You don't know really anything other than. That it's probably being conducted by Barnabas Harrigan. I hope it's just a, like a mild egging, you know. They're <laughs> <laughs> just going to TP the fort? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be on with our Wake lives. Wake up and there's egg yolks and TP all over the fort. Okay, so you guys get up and you start getting ready for what you assume is going to be a big day. As you're going through uh, your preparations... You've got four squadrons, essentially. You've got, so your core group of ships, which is the Mascador, the Thresher, the Internship, the Jester's Grin, and I guess a recently added addition to that is Autem Animocaporis, the Intelligence Ship. Then you've got the uh, your other squadron that you've been kind of recruiting and training for ever since you got these four ships out of Dagon's jaws. Yep. And then you've got Tessa's squadron called the Westerly Gambit, and you've got Aranax's squadron called Madshank's Marauders. So you're going over everything you've got, and it would appear that the Westerly Gambit and the internship haven't arrived yet. I mean, it's still morning. They might just get there late, but as of right now, they're not there yet. Weren't we expecting a fleet from the Mass Brotherhood, too? Yes. You were also expecting a fleet from the Mass Brotherhood. They are also not here yet. So as of right now, you've got your main squadron, the the Lost Ship Squadron, and Aranax's squadron. All told, that is 13 ships. Oh, my God. They're going to be really sad if this is just an egging or a wicked prank. <laughs> They're going to get unloaded on. <laughs> All right, so what are you guys doing? Um, now, how how are we expecting that they would, uh, like, are, are they going to come at us like fucking Normandy, where we got to, like, have stations and figure out how the hell we're going to fight and, like, adapt have, to their tactics and shit? Or You have no way to know what direction dang. this attack is coming from, what tactics will be deployed. You just know an attack's probably coming to your island today. I guess the main thing that Devoth would want to do is maybe send Madshank's Marauders out as like a... Uh, as a almost, sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> almost like a bit of a... Not like a blockade, but like uh, a watchdog force. Like have them spread out around the island to keep an eye out for approaching ships and to come and report as soon as they fi- see anything on the horizon. Okay. Oh, and I should also remind... I should also tell you about the weather because... You are 
on Sharksbane Island, previously known as the Island of Empty Eyes, uh, which is one of the northernmost islands of the Shackles, and therefore putting it very close to the Eye of Abendago. You're not looking at like a hurricane or anything like that, but it is raining. It's been raining. It was raining all night. It's been raining all morning. And you look out to the sea, and it is just gray, misty. You cannot see very far. Something I would like to uh, bring up to Devoth. Hey, so I know that we're uh, we're expecting this large attack, and uh, I don't know how you're going to feel about the suggestion I'm going to make um, for the safety of the people who aren't combat ready on the island. Uh, I would like to send them away with Autumn uh, for a couple days. Uh, just in case if things go south, those people won't, you know, get on the island and do their worst to these guys. You know what these people are capable of, Devoth. I, I, I do know what they're capable of, but I also know what we're capable of. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to start off today with a message of cowardice. Is it cowardice to keep a promise? You said that you would protect those ladies when they walked in with your life. And I intend to do just that. But we have every opportunity to protect them further. Yes, and we're going to have a better chance of protecting them with Autumn here helping us than leaving us with one less ship. Very well. Scram walks out of the room. Unhappy, but he's not going to change up anything. What's everybody else doing? Looking for breakfast. You guys have some... Uh... Sharkbane omelets <laughs> for breakfast. I will leave like orders once we really start getting down to it. I'll leave orders for like anyone that stays behind in the fort. If the worst does come to pass, I'll tell them to like you know they can barricade themselves in like the basement of the tower and use the teleportation circle to at least flee to, uh, yeah, they can flee to Sumitha and you know run from there rather than be stuck in the fort if like if the worst comes to pass. Okay. Right, and I assume that's mostly like, you know, the 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 women and Bidzeel and maybe like Krupa and Albert. Uh Bidzeel is not about to abandon his crops. <laughs> I would imagine. Uh, so he, he's not going to take place in the naval battle, but he is ready to repel uh anyone who would dare harm his precious hops. Ooh, should we ask the uh the water lady to help us out? Isn't she always trying to like sucker us in somewhere? Oh, yeah, drown yeah. us. I mean, it, I don't want to go ask da- her for That help. would be dangerous. But <laughs> you could go ask her, Sam. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> I don't know. She gets in front yeah, of ten well, ships. All of them are charmed by her. That would be sweet. Also, it would if if anything were to happen to her, it would solve our lady in the water problem. <laughs> <laughs> Has it really been a problem? I don't know. Yeah, we just don't go over there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't go over there. <laughs> just like, I get all the things we've done, but that's the one thing we're like, ah, she can fucking have it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Tuck Tuck died for a sword, but this bitch, nah, she can hang. I don't want to deal with it. I mean, she's also not like challenging us for domination or anything like that. She just wants to chill over in her little pond, her lagoon. I I imagine she's probably like made her way over a couple times since you guys have fully cleared the island. Just kind of looking to you know, do do some flirting, listen to some stories, and 
maybe it's gotten out of hand where like she just won't go until she's told to leave and nobody is of their right mind to ask her to leave. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's it's certainly still a factor, but yeah, I mean, nobody's dying over this uh, over this lady. Yeah, I, I guess it's she's to... relatively harmless. <laughs> that could be a job. Somebody could just like you could join the guild of people who go entertain her for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> just like go 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 over go over every uh, couple of days and just listen to her stories for a little while, and then we'll send somebody over with a blindfold and earplugs to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have y'all stringed up. You can tug you away. Okay, so uh, you guys are doing your day of the battle preparations. Um, you see that the uh, the cyclopes are likewise uh, like sharpening their axes, making their way over to the jester's grin, which has been refitted to accommodate their size. Lemon's there too. He is uh, he's uh, riding in the longboat that uh, is heading out to the jester's grin, and he's he's got like his his daggers held aloft, and he says, uh, "Constant vigilance, ha!" <laughs> Harville spews there. He's he's getting dressed for the day with all of uh, his men. When he sees Devoth, he says, "Ah, it's a good day to die, eh, Captain Devoth?" Aye, but it's a better day to live, huh? Ha ha ha! That's the spirit. That's why my men and I have all darn donned our red coats for today, our red jackets. Well, just just make sure you're not wearing the brown pants. <laughs> I was literally going to ask him, is he wearing brown pants? <laughs> it's getting close to like mid to late morning and still no sign from either of the squadrons you're expecting. Okay. Does anyone have like some means of communicating over long distances? Sending or anything like that? I can communicate over, well, it's basically just a yell. uh i think leon might have a magic ring i just might although pierce did say that he was staying in port peril you could still like ask him just to to make sure everything went okay and that they they were expecting to be here on time or whatever i'll bother pierce ah hello leon sorry to bother you uh quick question bit of a silly one but some people are impatient uh, was there any issue with the fleet launching? Did they launch on time? No, yes. They uh, they left a couple of days ago and should be arriving at your island, uh, if they haven't already. Is everything okay? They haven't shown up yet, and some, some of us are uh, getting nervous. Just uh, wanted to see if... I know you're not there, so I didn't think it would be much, but I thought I could reach out and see, what, see if you heard anything. Yes, they, they shoved off on schedule. Um, if something happened on the way, I... Wouldn't know of it, but the the sailors on board are capable sailors, so I would expect uh, no reason why they wouldn't have arrived already. Okay, well, I'll I'll pass along the reassurance. Thank you, Pierce. You're welcome. Good luck today. So, Pierce says that the fleet left on time and doesn't see the reason why they wouldn't be arriving on time. He hasn't heard anything from them. He has no way to communicate with them. But he vouches for their capabilities, so they should be here. Hmm. Unless they were met on their way in. Yes, perhaps we should uh, maybe go have a look-see for ourselves. That seems reasonable. As we are 
getting the crew together. We're getting ready to take the Mascador out to search for our allies that are supposed to be showing up. Um, Devoth literally gathers all of the the sailors out by the by the docks, and he has uh, the the four new ships kind of like brought in, not like to the dock, but like nearby, so that he can kind of introduce them to everyone. Okay. Imagine he'll get everyone on the docks as much as he can, and you know, kind of like last time, he'll he'll climb up on the mascador itself and like come up to the railing at the bow of the ship to address everyone. So he's got, you know, his stage in a prominent position. He looks out over the crowd and this is a much larger crowd than the last time he did this after the last battle of Sharkbane Island. For sure. And, uh, yeah, he addresses the crowd. This is starting to feel like a regular occurrence, isn't it? It almost seems like every time we turn around, there's a new threat to our very existence. In the last month, we've shot the gullet at Dagon's jaws. We've seen a sea serpent emerge right next to our ship that is a doornail. We've infiltrated demon cults and found living ships and survived ambushes from some of the most fearsome foes the Shackles has to offer. One thing remains constant, though. We emerge victorious. Now we're facing the biggest threat we have seen to date. A fleet of ships is bearing down on us as we speak. A fleet headed by none other than Barnabas Harrigan himself. Those of you who have been with me since the beginning know the danger he poses. Uh, Scram, Giffer, Jax, Ratline, Croup, you've all been with me since the beginning. You've seen firsthand what carnage Harrigan can bring. We've come a long way since the time we spent under his thumb. And today is our chance to take our revenge on that pock-faced shitstain of a man. He thinks having a fleet will give him an advantage over us? Well, we're going to meet him with a fleet of our own. Over the last month, we've gathered a veritable armada in preparation for this day. We have our steadfast and long-standing allies in Sandera and Knuckles, who are on their way, along with our new ally, Captain Spew. We have our our new friends, the Cyclops siblings. We have the services of Mad Shanks Cordain and his marauders, on loan from Lord Endemion himself. Hoorah! We've even got the services of the Westerly Gambit from Tessa Fairwind, and even a fleet from the Masked Brotherhood. To top that all off, we have four new ships of our very own to add to this armada. Today, they are going to be christened in blood and fire. But I promise you, you will come out of this battle as the most fearsome pirates on the seas. To that end, allow me to present to you our four new ships. And I motion for the uh, the four new captains and the new commodore to kind of like step forward. Okay, so a male elf, a male humanish looking guy, but he's got some shark looking qualities to him and a male aquatic elf uh and a male gnome and a male cat folk which gets some uh some oohs and ahs from the crowd all step forward so motioning to the new captains and then motioning behind him to the first ship to off points here we have the wings of lightning and her captain i motion down to the aquatic elf we have savanos sky fury Next up, we have the Mighty Helmet. I point to the next ship. Helmed by the fearsome Willem Kitz van Heiningen. And I motion to the uh, the giant shark-like guy. Um, Who is holding a much-too-large-for-him trident. Yes. <laughs> and motioning to the next ship. Next up, we have the Stalwart Shield. 
captained by the sturdy Dara Liebengoth. And I merit a uh, motion to the gnome, who seems a little out of place standing to all the other ones. But... <laughs> <laughs> and the last ship of the new fleet is going to be known as the Trusty Musket and captained by the deceptively fearsome Skylar Summers. And I motion to the elf, who I imagine is a bit on the scrawny side to be your typical like pirate captain. Yep. <laughs> and finally, but just as importantly as the rest, is the man who shall act as Commodore for this little fleet. Let me introduce to you Commodore Savid Market. And I motion to the, the cat folk of the group. So this showcase showdown is uh, met with great applause from the crowd and uh, the crews of that will be sailing for these ships. And everybody's like super jacked up. And the, uh, the captains in the Commodore are all like striking their poses and really working the crowd. And yeah, these, these five of the recruits that you picked up from Quent and probably elsewhere along the way. Uh, have really proven themselves to be uh, stalwart supporters of the of Devoth and his uh, gang of pirates. Freaking sweet, yo! Yeah. They all had awesome names, and <laughs> right? uh, they sound badass. Yeah, and I will say, like the names and the names of the ships for anybody who didn't catch it are all named after uh, yeah dead PCs. <laughs> <laughs> Pay, paying homage, I would like to. That might sound better. Yeah, yeah, that um, was sweet. Joe has a feel to have two ships named after yourself. <laughs> yeah, you just wait until uh, the barrel comes comes uh, rolling through the harbor. They're just gonna name a barrel after you. <laughs> I just put it in the Cheryl. <laughs> we keep our best rum in the Cheryl. <laughs> we just keep our or anything really. We just start like on the island. We just call barrels Cheryls. Like, that's gonna be your legacy. Yeah, it's like how they call uh, garbage a cans roll. barrels in uh, in Massachusetts. All the, all the garbage cans are barrels on the ship, but they're all Cheryl's. That would be such an honor. Please do that. <laughs> all right, so uh, as Devoth is doling out these honors and uh, given all these promotions, which are, for the first time, like internal promotions, uh, not just of a crew that he is... Uh, just <laughs> conquered. <laughs> There's sudden uh, shouts from up on the the fort walls. They're saying, sails! I see sails! And you guys turn around, and uh, you see barely visible through this through this ocean mist uh, coming up from the uh, from the mouth of the bay. You see a, a single uh, flotilla of ship sails, and you can't quite make out what's on these sails or like what kind of ships these are yet. I pull out my spyglass with like a 10 mile range and take a look. Yeah. Well, 10 miles <laughs> 10 mile is great as long as, you know, you can see for 10 miles. Well, then I'll use it to cast a uh, clear audience on that ship. Okay. You cast clear audience on the ship and you still can't see very far. Like you're, you're seeing as if you're standing like on the bow of like the, the the lead ship and you can see you know as far as you know as if you you were standing there uh which still isn't very far with all the the rain and mist uh you can see some sailors uh you don't recognize them so you're not sure if these are you know sailors from the westerly gambit or 
Could from I, Pierce's could, crew or from Barnabas's crew? Could uh, I look up to see what like flag they're flying from this, or is it just that? Is it more limited than that? Give me a perception check. Thirty-three perception. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can you can make out the the sails, and it's not from a fleet you recognize. So you're probably safe in assuming that this is the fleet that Pierce arranged for. You don't know if the fleet he hired or like you're not even really sure like like how he acquisitioned this fleet if it if he just bought some mercenaries or <laughs> uh if this is a like a fleet that traditionally sails for the mass brotherhood even if it's not normally in the shackles but yeah you don't recognize the sails so it's probably Pierce's fleet uh otherwise you'd probably be looking at the some sort of recognizable flag from either Barnabas Harrigan or Tessa Fairwind Right. Let's not take any chances, men. Blast them. <laughs> um. All right. Well, since we already got the mascador on the dock, let's uh get everyone on here and we can sail out to to meet them. Okay. Hey, uh, I got one real quick. Um, yeah. Since I haven't explicitly been doing this, uh, and also haven't um <laughs> haven't even bothered, I I guess forgetting is uh, the best way to put it. I'm gonna ask old Phrasma if it's a good I- if we should go out and do this so I can get my daily bonus <laughs> that I should have been getting for the past I don't know month. Nice, <laughs> seventeen episodes. Yeah, expert role playing from uh, old J Dog. There you go. So, what is your exact question? So we're gonna go out and meet these people. Good, bad, or could be both. Okay, so let's see. You've got a. 70% chance for a meaningful reply plus one per caster level. You guys are 12 now. Mm-hmm. So that's an 82% chance that your answer will be uh, sincere slash accurate. Yeah. So one to still dicking me around, huh? After all these levels. Yeah. I mean, it caps out at 90. So like you'll never be guaranteed a uh, an accurate response. Okay. So you spend a minute asking, uh, telling Phrasma your plan of attack and she uh gives you the good old thumbs up she says wheel uh it'll uh nice probably bring good results excellent i let devoth know that the all systems are go with phrasma and i pocket my sweet buff uh if the result was wheel all curing effects used on you cure an additional 1d10 hit points ah excellent all right, so you uh, you get in the Mascador and you just mobilize all your ships, and it's probably pretty awesome moment uh, as you guys just all like turn about in your sailing ships, and you just look over and you can just see like all the way to the right and behind you, all the way to the left and behind you. You just see these. Uh, what did I say it was like? Fifteen ships. You've yeah, got, I mean we've got Aranex is five. You got four from the lost ships. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, yeah, 14 ships altogether. 13 not including your own, because uh, Tessa's not here yet. And uh, Well, is that because we got we got five from Aranax, we got four from Diggins Jaws. Oh, I counted, yeah, I counted the internship, so it's yeah. uh, 13 including you. Yeah. So, yeah, you just look around you, and there's just a dozen ships that you know are sailing for you guys. You're effectively uh, commanding. And, like, less than a year ago, we were fucking press gangies. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, actually, that number is going to be even smaller because Aranax's squadron is currently, like, doing patrols right. around uh, around the island. 
And uh, so as you get closer, speaking of uh, Mad Shanks Marauders, uh, as you get closer to these ships, you actually recognize uh, the flag from Mad Shanks Marauders uh, on some of the ships, but not all of the ships that are coming in. So like and, they're being escorted by Mad Shanks. Yeah. Uh, so once you guys are like close enough to really account for everybody, because uh, this is like another nine ships that have uh, approached you. You know, five of them are from Aaron Axe's squadron, and then there's four more uh, that you don't recognize. Mad Shanks, who's the Commodore of Mad Shanks Marauders, uh, shouts over, Ah, Captain Devoth, this is the False Face Fleet, led by Alec Vikenti. He says that they were sent here by someone named Pierce Jarrell. Ah, yes, we've been expecting them. It's about time. Alec, who... uh, Leon pro- pro- probably recognizes that name. Uh, you know that this is an actual member of the Brotherhood, but probably not somebody that you've met in person. Uh, but yeah, Alec extends a hand like a, like as a wave, like a salute. And he says, Well met, Devoth. Let us hope we have the wind in our sails for this, whatever it is we're in for. I'm sure we will. Did you, uh, did you happen to see any other, I guess, fleets on your way in? Says, no, only the one that... Uh, only one that routed us over here when we got close to the island. We were motioning to uh, Mad Shanks. Yeah. All right. Well, go and uh, take position over by the bay there, and we'll. Yeah. Hopefully, we don't have too much longer before the show gets going, huh? Indeed. I don't want to catch the. A cold isn't super impressive to think to say <laughs> from standing out in the rain. But... <laughs> Pneumonia. There you go. Uh, let's, the bloodthirsty let's... Barnabas Harrigan comes for me. I don't want to catch a cold being out waiting for it. I don't want any sniffles. I don't know. I feel like gangrene might be a good... Uh... I mean, pneumonia is, I think, a pretty good one. Uh, let's hope we don't catch pneumonia waiting for him. I mean, it's you're, you're in you're in tropical climes. Uh, so Even it, being, like, soaked, you're probably not catching pneumonia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is... You're in, I think... I think it's either May or June... But whatever the Galarian month equivalent is, it's like Saranac or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's cer- it's certainly not like you're not in the middle of winter or anything. But yeah, you like just you're... own up and say a case of the sniffles in case we get the <laughs> sniffles. But yeah, like that said, you guys are like just soaked through your like your uniforms or clothes, whatever you're wearing at this point. So what is everybody doing? Just kind of taking defensive positions in the bay. Uh, yeah, for now. And I'm thinking, uh, what kind of like. There has to be like a, some kind of spell that could be used to send up like a flare or like a some kind of signal that could be seen from a long way off. Message, but I don't know what the limits are of that. I don't think they're that much. Right. Like in, in the in the scheme of like a miles wide naval uh, battle, then there's just like a whispering wind spell. These are all things that you know any competent pirate lord with his own fleet probably should have thought of before. Uh, the battle at hand. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I yeah. hear you. I mean, right now, Devoth kind of wants to go out and, like, search to for a little bit to look for signs of Sandera and the fleet from Quent. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to go so far away that I can't, you know, get back to the island if, if like, they send up a flare or something. And I wanted to... Wasn't sure if any of them had any sort of flair or if that was like a standard thing that someone might have. I don't think so. I got to know what you guys are doing at this point. Like, are you guys just sitting in the bay? If there's a force coming for you guys, 
maybe like maybe they'll beach on some other part of the island and send ground forces over. But I mean, you guys have a a wall erected around the fort. Yeah. Um. Uh, like if it, chances are, if like if they're coming for you and they know where like your hub is located, like they're coming for that spot. Yeah. I. Well, oh, go ahead, go ahead Scram. Uh, I throw it to Devoth. Um, Autumn is pretty fast, Devoth. Uh, if you're worried about, you know, if you're worried about speed, uh, she's uh, probably one of the quickest ships in the ocean. All right. So how about this? Why don't we send Autumn out to, yeah, we'll send like Scram out on Autumn to go and keep an eye out for... <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of a nervous laugh there, but uh I I don't think Scram would have an issue with it. Uh V oh. I'm saying send out Scram with Autumn and I'll even let him use my spyglass so like just to go and look for like to the south looking for signs of Sandera and Tessa's fleet. One of those like don't approach them if you don't recognize them but we just i i need to know if they're coming or if they're if they got held up somewhere or what's going on and autumn's going to be probably the fastest way to do that without leaving the the fort without me <laughs> without us as a whole okay okay i like it split, uh, split up the party it's yeah. my favorite yeah it's, <laughs> it's my big favorite all right so scram Goes off on autumn. <laughs> Never to I make be sure seen to say, again. <laughs> I make sure to say my goodbyes. <laughs> All right, so Scram, uh, you kind of you kind of start circling the island. Give me a perception check or a profession sailor check. I'll do the same for autumn. Seventeen. Okay, we'll come back to uh, to Scram in a little bit. Let's go back to the uh let's go back to the bay. It's a steely gray sea beneath the misty rain. All eyes are straining to see through the dull gray curtain of rain and mist. The constant downpours left everyone soaked and miserable. The constant static of rain hitting the sea constantly erodes your sense of alertness. Then finally you hear someone shout from one of the crow's nests Sails You see a dark shape just starting to form beyond the blurry mist coming from the south. You can't see any details, though. You don't know if it's Sandera bringing Tessa's squadron, or is it someone else. The dark shape floating on the water grows closer, and as it does, it seems to stretch out before, splitting into multiple shapes. You count three ships, four ships, five ships, six ships. A voice calls out in relief, It's Sandera and the Westerly Gambit! Some cheers and whoops call out for a moment, and then... More sails! Slightly north from the cluster of six ships, another bleary dark shape appears and spreads out before splitting into three ships, four ships, five ships. And then another bleary dark shape, slightly to the east. Four ships, five ships, six ships. Three separate squadrons now float silently towards you. What do you do? Wow, we got a lot of help coming. This is great. (laughs) Are they all, like, the same distance away? One squadron was visible before the other one that was visible before the other one. But, I mean, they're all, give or take, like, half mile away. One might be, you know, 0.4 miles away at this point. Right. 
I mean, you said one was Sandera and Tessa's fleet, but like, were we expecting anyone else besides them? No. Okay. So I guess we can well, assume the two other squad squadrons are baddies. You also, like, somebody shouted that it's Sandera and the Westerly Gambit, but that doesn't they mean may, that it is. They may have just been mistaken. Well, do we see their sails? No. Um, then I say, until we know for sure, we deploy everyone in a defensive formation. Okay. And until I know that at least one of these groups is Sandera, we are assuming this is the attack. Okay. I would like the pilot of the Mascador to make a profession sailor check. That's a 36. Ooh. So you guys start to move into a defensive formation and you you see a like a, a dull muted flash of red appear uh on one of the ships and then another and another and a moment after you see that the water around your fleet explodes with cannon fire you're being fired upon by these approaching ships oh, fuck i would like an initiative roll from devoth 22 okay devoth your armada has the helm you can't really make out anything yet you still can't see these the flags of these ships but as you can barely see them they can barely see you and in response they have opened fire on you and this is like the front ships the ones that were identified quote unquote as sandera yeah the ones that when when first spotted somebody shout shouted at sandera and the westerly gambit now it's seeming less likely that that's the case <laughs> All right. Well, I suppose we should, uh, for being fired upon, we should fire back. Okay. Are you moving in on this sh- on this fleet at all, or are you just kind of returning fire now? To most ships, uh, don't really have forward facing siege weapons. I mean, like a ballista or a catapult might do, but like typically you're not going to have a forward facing cannon. Uh, so basically to Return fire. You you can either like approach or return fire, and we're not. We're, I'm not going to do this on like a round by round basis. Like, what are all of your ships doing? But like, just I just want like a general attack plan from you, and we'll go from there. All right. Um, I know they're really far away, but would I get the impression that these were almost like warning shots, or are they just like they're ships? Let's fucking get them. Well, you know that. So with visibility as it is, and the distance being what it is. Uh, a lot of the times, like, the initial opening volley is to kind of, like, triangulate. It's to gauge distance and, yeah. and whatnot. So your fleet didn't really take any damage from that. Like, there could have been, like, a like a torn sail or a disrupted rigging line or something like that from, like, a rogue ballista bolt or cannonball or something. But, like, none of the ships have taken any real damage yet. Okay. Most of the Most of the siege fire just kind of fell harmlessly into the ocean. All right, then suppose I'm going to have the have the armadas like spread out. I'll have uh, Savid Market take the the new ships like off to one side, and Madshanks Marauders head off to the the other side, and try to see if maybe we can get these these approaching vessels surrounded. Okay, and then then you know just spreading out in general to give less clustered targets. Okay. 
Uh, give me a profession sailor check, please. Ooh, 23. Okay, so your ships start to fan out to try to uh, close uh, these three fleets in and like spread out against the, uh, the siege fire. And in response, the fleets, if anything, just kind of like tighten up a little bit and they just like go like full speed ahead. And like they're like going right at the like the choke point and on their way as uh, they're like getting deeper and deeper into this like V formation that you've uh, commanded the ships to take. They're like just firing off the like the port side or the starboard side of their ships and they're just taking making pot shots at your uh, at your crew. And you see uh, you see uh, Savage Market's ship take some damage, but it's nothing to, that's going to sink it. Uh, Mad Shanks Marauders takes a heavy hit, and so the uh, like the west side of the flank stumbles a little bit. Uh, what are you and your like main fleet doing? I guess we're gonna start closing in on them to stop them because it's, it seems like right now they're almost like forming a wedge to just barrel through into the bay. Mm-hmm. So they better not be barreling. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to uh, approach them, try and meet them head on to stop their advance and give the other fleets time to surround them. Okay. So these three uh, fleets keep coming right at you. And along the way, uh, as, as Savage's fleet and the Mad Shanks Marauders are kind of doing their job, uh, they're kind of thinning out the approaching ships, like forcing them to like change course as they like attempt to ram them. And so like, the outer fleets of these three attacking fleets is, are kind of like thinning out as they're meeting your uh, those two fleets on the water, but the central fleet is still coming on strong, and uh, in no time they meet you guys uh, head on, and it's just your fleet kind of like spaces out, their fleet kind of spaces out, and you just kind of start maneuvering around each other, lest you just ram into each other, and... The Mascador avoids any cannon fire, but you see the Jester's Grin uh, get hit pretty hard as uh, the Cyclopes uh, close in on one of the ships and uh, just full-on ram it. And some of the Cyclopes jump off of the Jester's Grin and they get right onto the main deck of the attacking ship and they just start hewing through sailors over there. Then meanwhile, your crew is just firing off cannons at the approaching, at the attacking fleet. Uh, cannons, ballista, catapults, and it's just like a flurry of siege fire. Uh, Devoth, give me another profession sailor check. That's a 38. Nice. Okay, so now that these ships are so close, you can see their sails, and you can see that like they are affiliated with Barnabas Harrigan's uh, ship. You remember that his flag is a whale writhing with worms, like uh, like coming in and out of like this whale. It's pretty gross. Yeah. Uh, so you see that flag uh, on these ships. You don't see the wormwood among these ships, though, as you're exchanging fire. Uh, scram. Yeah. Give me another profession sailor check or perception check. 22. Okay. You're still kind of like looking around. You've been you've been out for probably a couple hours at this point. Whoa. But that I mean, that's how long like the like the other the other uh players have been like waiting for somebody to arrive sure um you're you don't see anything but autumn starts clicking at you uh saying i see ships to the west you know that the west is towards uh 
the uh, Sharkbane Island. And you look and you can see like vague, that vague uh, cloak of darkness that indicates a ship or a group of ships uh, just past the, the mist. Before you say anything or respond, uh, you feel Autumn kind of like dip down to get lower in the water. Uh-oh. And instead of like floating on the surface like a ship is ought to do, Autumn is like more like a submarine with like just the tippy top peeking up from the water surface. Oh, that's badass. Stealth mode. Yeah. So like you're like you're just like cruising uh like on the water surface going like full speed, which is probably like it's like somebody <laughs> riding a motorcycle for the first time <laughs> when they're when they're used to riding a bus. <laughs> so you uh Autumn like without like without hesitation. W- yeah. Yeah, without waiting for you to say anything is like heading towards the ship stealth mode. What what do you do? Oh, like in a almost like a badass moment, kind of like head nod kind of way. All right, mm-hmm. let's let's do it. Like we're gonna get there. All right. Uh, you tell me when I get in range for that dimension door. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, back in the bay, uh, Devoth, give me another profession sailor check. Thirty-seven. Okay. You see one of these ships moving into ram you guys, uh, but you're able to maneuver out of the way, and they. They just kind of like just barely like bump into your stern castle uh, as you like juke out of the way and they speed right past you. And somebody manning uh, the ballista on your uh, port side manages to like get them real good as they finish their pass. Uh, I was like, as, as if they're passing that close, could I be like, Ivan, go do your thing? And just have him go wreak havoc and then fly back. Uh, yeah. So the thing with uh, with fleet combat is like Ivan can go over and he can, you know, be a a giant owl or tiger and he can, you know, attack one sailor at a time. But generally speaking, there's just so many sailors right now across so many different ships that like going after one sailor is hardly going to do much. If Ivan had, if Ivan had like, like the dazzling display feat and he could like do an AOE intimidate when he got over there, that would probably... Knock out a ship for a few rounds or something. Yeah, or like, you know, at the very least, like, lower their profession sailor check to maneuver. Um, But, I mean, you're, Ivan is certainly free to go do that. Just know that it's not going to have much of an impact on the the overall overall, uh, battle. If you had maybe, like, a wizard on your ship that could cast (laughs) black tentacles or, you know, some other wizard spell, uh, that would be super handy. Uh, Yeah. Just as a random example. So as you're dodging this ship, and I mean, hey, does Ivan want to do that? Or like, I'm not saying don't do that. I don't want to like take any fun away from you guys. Uh, not really. I mean, it's not gonna really do anything other than add needless filler to this. Okay. So, <clears throat> so as you got, so as this uh, ship is passing you, and someone on the ballista gets a good crack shot on their starboard side, uh, you guys hear a big old explosion, you look over, and one of the ships in Pierce's fleet, the the False Face fleet, took a big hit, and they're currently lilting to the side. And at this point, it's just kind of, like, dissolved into this, like, big, like, amorphous... Helter-skelter fight. Yeah, like, just... You guys have finished, like, your initial pass, and you circled around, and you you did that pass, and, like, by then, like, I just... You guys still have, like, the general, like... Your fleet is here. Uh, Mad Shanks Marauders is is there, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but for the most part, like it's just like everybody's mixed in, like just maneuvering around each other. 
uh, taking shots at enemy ships, and it's just really hard to make out. Like if you're on like one end of the of this skirmish, it's really hard to see what's going on, on the other end of it because of the rain is just so thick. Right. <clears throat> All right. So moving back to Scram, you feel confident that you're close enough for a dimension door onto the uh, onto the ship. So all this fight's going on. Scram is not aware of this fight, but the fleet that you are sneaking up on is not in a fight. But they are. I'll I'll show you. I'll ping you on the map. They are like amassed, like right out here, just outside the mouth of the bay. Like they're preparing to uh, enter. And uh, where work. where are we fighting? Are we you in got, the bay? Yeah, you guys are like in the oh. bay. Oh, like just taking up that general area. Uh, so Scram, you are approaching this group of ships. I would not engage solo. Uh, oh, if it look okay. like if it looks like they're multiple <laughs> ships, I, I especially if you don't recognize them, right? <laughs> uh, Scram would be like, uh, go back, to, uh, go back to the bay. Uh, we'll meet up with Devoth if uh, I'm certain they've seen it, uh, just as we have. Uh, I say that to Autumn if. He keeps on trucking, like, obviously, I'm going at this, like... Right. So, I will, I will say, Scram, too, I did give you the Spyglass, which has a ridiculously long range. I don't know if that would help him oh, to see uh, these or identify right. these. I'll, I'll... The clear audience thing is used up for the day, right? Or yes. Is that... That, yeah, that's, that's a once that doesn't, per day thing. Uh, okay. That doesn't really matter with uh, my uh, ghost mask. Oh, that's true. You can see through fog and shit. <laughs> yep. Oh, shit. Yeah. I keep forgetting uh, you guys have magic items. Yep. So, wow, the ghost mask combined with that spyglass is actually amazing right okay, now. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. So <laughs> well before you're within range to Dimension Door or and or tell Autumn, like, hey, like let's not take on a fleet of ships by ourselves, uh, you would notice that one of the ships among this fleet is the Wormwood. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> Scram would definitely uh, be like Autumn. I know that uh, I I know that our primary objective would normally to go do this uh, to just attack, but we need to get back to uh, uh, we need to get back to Bayside real quick to inform Devoth, make sure that he knows that the Wormwood is out there. Okay, so you're you're kind of approaching the situation from the east going west and this fleet is like over here and they're like just starting to make their way into the bay so you're kind of like stealthily like racing your way past them yeah this bay is like two miles wide like you don't need to like sidle up next to them if you don't want to uh but like you have a very good view of this is like seven more ships about to join uh, the battle, although you don't even know that a battle's taking place. Although I imagine as like as he's getting close to the bay, he could l- easily look in, especially with that spyglass, and see what's happening. That's true. So as you're as you're moving into the bay, you would see like like just like the cannon fire. I would imagine the... hearing stuff too. Like there's no uh, there's no lightning and other stuff. I mean, I mean, the rain would be dampening there... a lot of the sound. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that mass don't do any audio uh <laughs> clearing uh okay so scram is racing inward to this bet uh, to the the end of this bay uh meanwhile uh, i need another profession sailor check from devoth all right come on baby oh how about a 40 okay so you n- you notice that there's like there's like four ships 
all moving in on the Mascador at the same time, uh, all looking to ram the ship. And Devoth manages to, uh, between his actual steering and shouting out orders, uh, avoid the worst of it. But these four ships, like, there's really nothing you can do to avoid all of it. And you get rammed by one of the ships. Even a nat 20 can't avoid fate, I guess. Yep. I'm rolling a percent die to see what happens. And your profession sailor check uh, indicates what percent you have for something bad to happen. Okay. So you get ran by this ship. Uh, the Mascara takes 33 points of damage. And all of a sudden, you've got sailors on your ship. Uh, enemy sailors that are just storming the main deck. And the Mascador crew is clashing swords with the crew from this other invading ship. And you look around. Meanwhile, uh, a lot of your allied ships are starting to take heavy fire from this attack. And the invading ships have also taken heavy fire of their own. Of the ships that you've spotted, like you've spotted three of the invading ships go down, but you've also seen two ships from Aranax's squadron go down. You've seen the Jester's Grin is now like lilting to the side. It's, it's, it seems like it's not maneuverable anymore. And uh, the Cyclopes are just kind of like, they've got like boulders loaded on their main deck and they're just kind of throwing stones at the ships that are just kind of wisely keeping their distance now. And I'd like you all, everybody besides Scram, to make a perception check. 19 for Devoth. 13 for Leo. 33 for Cheryl. 35 for Ivan. All right, Cheryl and Ivan, you would notice another dark shape growing on uh, behind the curtain of rain and mist from the south. It would seem more, more ships are joining the fray. Scram, you have beaten the fleet to the battle. What are your orders to, uh, to Autumn uh, for like when you get there? If I can uh, identify the, uh, the Mascador, uh, I would like to ram into the ship that just rammed into the Mascador. Okay. <laughs> Try and knock it loose. Sure. Uh, I'll roll for Autumn. All right, so uh, Cheryl and Ivan, you notice a, a ship approaching behind the curtain of rain, and like there are enemy sailors on your ship, and they're clashing with your with your crew. And then all of a sudden... Autumn rises from uh, the waves and just like pushes this enemy ship out of the way. And there's still enemy sailors on your deck, but like they're now cut off from uh, the ship that they arrived on. Uh, and you see Scram standing on the uh, the main deck of Autumn. Uh, Freaking sweet. And it, if it's still within my turn, uh, is uh, the Mascador close enough that if I cast haste right now? I mean, it probably wouldn't affect you, but it would affect people on the Mascador. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Um, I think so. What's the range of <laughs> the old haste? Drive-by haste. <laughs> haste has a range of close. So it's 25 feet plus 5 feet per two levels, so that's another 30 feet on 25, so you're looking at 55, 55 feet. feet. Yeah, you can uh, you can hit the Mascador crew with, with haste. I think it's a move action. You like get as close to the the railing of uh, Autumn's railing as you can, and then you just whew, you, you haste as many people as you can. Yeah, one creature per level. So I imagine it's like the five of us that are there, the four of us that are on the deck, and then like just seven crew members that are nearby. Yeah, seven crew members that you happen to see, uh, like crossing blades with enemy sailors. 
All right, so with that, I want another profession sailor check from Devoth. 24. So these sailors, uh, like, they don't last very long because, like, it's not like a full crew versus your full crew. Um, probably before, like, Devoth or any of the PCs can, like, swoop in. And, I mean, they, they probably can still, like, get a, a, a blow-in or two. These sailors, they each has a bottle of alchemist fire, and they just throw them up into the rigging. Well, shit. So your sails take 25 points of fire damage. Uh, and then shortly after that, probably between uh, Ivan swooping in, taking and taking a couple down, and then the, the hasted crew uh, overwhelming uh, these sailors, uh, they're taken care of. But with that, you look around, and it looks like more and more of your your fleet are are floundering. You're still seeing a lot that, like, not a lot are sinking, but like they're losing their uh, they're losing their usefulness in in this battle. The this new group of ships is getting closer and closer, and it's now close enough where you recognize uh, Devoth at least recognizes the Wormwood. All right, in that case, Devoth would immediately like divert all of at least the Mascador's attentions to heading straight for the Wormwood to challenge that directly okay uh scram what are you doing if if uh if scram sees devoth heading towards uh uh heading towards the wormwood then scram would do the same autumn and the uh and the mascador are probably going to be like side by side for the remainder of the combat wherever the mascador goes that's where autumn is going to go okay uh i would like to cast shield on myself as well and if I am close enough, I am going to, or actually, sorry, that that's pretty much my turn. I would like to make a connection to a, uh, to a ballista. On the maskador. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If we're preparing, <clears throat> I think I'm gonna go owl form, and fly, like with the maskador. All right. So Ivan takes to the air. Uh, Cheryl, uh, Leon, you guys do anything? Uh, like. You see who probably Devoth verbally identifies as the Wormwood, and you know that that is like the flagship of this fleet, uh, and you're moving right towards it. Yeah, I'm ready to jump on it and start knocking heads around. Okay, well, you're not there yet, but okay. Yeah, preparing. (laughs) There's not too much I can do right this second. I guess I could cast Bless. Um, Could I do something to prepare as well, or am I busy like doing stuff with the ship? Why am I out? Yeah, you can prepare. Because you're flying... Yeah, but I would That's I would owl. be like still above the deck. All right. As we are approaching the wormwood, Devoth would cast a mirror image on himself from the mnemonic vestments. Okay. That's perfectly fine. Uh give me a profession sailor check, please. That's another forty, another nat twenty on the profession sailor. Dang, son. Alright. So what is your intent? Are you just are you planning on just like full on ramming the the wormwood? Or are you uh you trying to just like get up to the side of it because like so as you're as you're maneuvering your way over to it like you can see that you know they're they're joining the fray like they're firing at ships and shit but like they see you coming and like they're beginning like evasive maneuvers my intent is to get basically to get the party onto the wormwood so that we can take the fight to them okay so with what'd you get a 40 yeah all right with a 40 I'm going to say, like, you do that. Like, that's what you want to do. Uh, you're able to pilot the the Mascador to where it needs to be long enough for 
anybody who wants to can just jump right on. Uh, Scram, what are you doing? Are you staying on Autumn, or are you going to join? I'm joining, uh, but I am going to um, first fire off uh, that ballista. Okay. I'm going to attach paranoia onto uh, onto it. Okay. Make an attack roll. Oh, natural 20. Ooh. All right. So I believe with the... Uh, modified siege engine rules uh if you're aiming at an object that automatically crit deals crit damage if you're aiming at a creature uh hit is an automatic critical threat so like who what were you aiming at with this i was uh, i was aiming at the ship in general like uh, the, where... the, the idea i assume was to like just nail the ship so that the paranoia can hit everyone yeah rather than risk missing the person and then also missing the ship entirely wherever the okay. most amount of uh, people are that's where i'm nailing okay the problem is that paranoia is not an aoe oh it's so you do need to hit a person oh uh, okay then can i change that up uh i'm going to do you know what? Screw it. I'm going like to do fireball, cloud Christ. kill. Oh, cloud kill? Okay. Oh. You're going to do cloud kill right before we board? Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are still approaching it. Like, this is like, these aren't rounds that are going by. Like, this is like minutes wow. All right. uh, of combat that are happening uh, between each profession sailor check. That and the cloud kill, like, it's not going to stay with the wormwood as long as it's moving. So this is mainly just the initial burst of cloud kill that's going to, like, thin out their crew for us. Right. All right. So cloud kill automatically kills any living creature with three or fewer hit die. They get no save. Creature with four to six hit die is killed unless it succeeds out of fortitude save. And any creature with more than six hit die takes uh, con damage unless they make their fortitude saves. So and the fort save only halves the the con damage. It doesn't even negate it. Yes. For maximum effectiveness, I suppose Scram would be would like target the front of the ship, yeah, and then the ship just sails into the cloud kill as it moves forward. So I'm going to make five fortitude saves. And what is the DC of of this spell for the save? Uh, twenty two, according to roll twenty. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. So as far as generic crew goes, uh. Scram killed basically four-fifths of them <laughs> as, <laughs> as this cloud just sweeps over the crew. Uh, only, one of, only, only one of those rolls was a, uh, a pass. Uh, so I believe that means they, they take 1d4 con damage on a successful save. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm going to roll for some more significant uh, combatants. Oh, uh, good spell, Scram. Like you're, so you're approaching it. And Scram puts off that cloud kill spell, and uh, once the ship sails through that fog, it just like it just loses all waterborne speed as the crew falls dead, and it just loses maneuverability. It can, it's just dead in the water now because there's just nobody to pilot it. And I, I imagine even like most of the cannons are gonna st- and siege engines are gonna stop firing because there's just no crew to fire them. Yeah, in which case. Seeing that, like Devoth would no longer be interested in like sailing past, like he'll just like bring the Masquerador right up next to it and just work from there. Right. Ooh, generic crew takes four con damage. All right, so you guys are able to uh, come right up next to the Wormwood and board it, and uh, you see some familiar faces amongst the uh, 
standing amongst the dead. Uh, you see Patch Patch Salt, who uh, you remember as the uh, the bosun's mate uh, under Scourge when you were on the Wormwood. Uh, it is a gnome, a female gnome. And you see Ryrus Crine, who's the master gunner and was the one that taught you guys how to board a ship. Yep. And there's a, a woman that only Leon would recognize with dark brown hair woven into dreadlocks and a hook hand. And Leon, you know that this is Adelita Doloruso. They are waiting for you to, to approach and uh, still kind of like coughing up the, 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 uh, the cloud kill spell. Uh, but they are otherwise standing ready. We don't see Harrigan on the deck? You don't see Harrigan. That, that pussy is always in his cabin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, everybody roll initiative. Let's do this. Oh. And I will just remind you that the backdrop of this fight is the half dozen individual fleets that the two sides have amassed. And there's just cannon fire, like uh, like filling the air. Siege fire is just ramming into other ships, and other ships are getting boarded in the background of you guys boarding the Wormwood. Okay, uh, Scram, give me your initiative. Ten. Devoth. Twenty-four. Yowza. Leon. Twenty. Okay. Ivan. Ten. Plus four. Scram, what's your modifier? Uh, three. Okay. Back of the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. And Cheryl? Me and Ivan rolled at the same time, and I was like, dang, ten. But mine's actually eight. <laughs> okay. So, back of the line. Back of the line. <laughs> yeah, the the very back. All right, so, up first is Devoth. Uh, Devoth is going to, as a move action, start Inspiring Rage. Mm-hmm. And as his standard action, he's going to activate his shiny new winged boots. Ooh, okay. So, Adelita sees uh, Captain Devoth and uh, the, some of the other officers that she's come to know are especially dangerous on Devoth's crew, and she's going to fling a fireball spell. So, uh, I'd like everybody but Scram to give me a reflex save. Oh, I'm really good at those. Oh, oh shit. Ooh, it's looking pretty good so far. Yeah, yeah, I got an 18 on the rolls and a 24 for me. I even it's got a, a 33 for Devoth. I even got a 29. Okay. Nat 20, 26 from Cheryl. Fuck yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so everybody uh, everybody makes their saves. So you all take half of 42 damage. So you take 21 damage, and I'm just going to make some reflex saves for your crew. I made two reflex saves to represent the crew that is in the area of that fireball spell. One of them... Uh, one of the rolls was was a success. The other roll was a failure. Uh, so you lose. Uh, you're gonna lose a a few uh, sailors from that blast. So she casts that fireball spell, and then she's gonna go ahead and cast a quickened fireball spell. Huh? Exactly in the same spot. I want another Aww. set of reflex saves from everybody. I'm not a fan of this lady. <laughs> oh no. Um. Yeah, Devoth's going to hero point or re-roll that one. Boo. Oh, me too. Oh, that's, oh, okay. I mean, I don't have any hero points, but I'm going to do it anyway. All right. Oh, good re-rolls. Good oh, re-rolls. Much better. much better. Wait a minute. I got a six. I'm just kidding. I got a 16. All right. With the re-roll, Devoth got a 29. Okay. 
I haven't got a 25. Well, 21, so suck on that. All right. This time the base damage is 35, so Leon is going to take that, and the rest of you will take half. And the rest of the crew in that area falls dead. So a good chunk of your crew just dropped from that opening volley. Up next is Ryrus Crine. Okay, so Ryrus is going to make her way up to the ship's railing. Uh, and she has a boarding pike, which has a 10-foot reach. So she's going to attack Cheryl. That's a natural one. Uh, yeah! <laughs> confirm that Great shit. Great for Cheryl. Uh, ooh, it's a 32 to confirm. Oh. Wow, what is that, against my AC? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're uh, flat-footed okay. AC. Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, okay, so now it's Leon's turn. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to cast Blessing of Fervor. Okay. I'll use a move action to channel and everybody heals 21 that's all i'm gonna do for now i'm not gonna do anything with the swift action okay everyone give me a perception check uh that's a 32 for devoth 32 for scram 33 for cheryl so get those 32s in line (laughs) (laughs) all right good to know moving on is there anything magical that's going on that i should be seeing you fireballs. saw a couple of fireballs get thrown off. Well, yeah, I'm also... there's there's a lot of magical auras going oh, okay. on going on right now. All right, I'll allow your 32 perception check uh, to allow you to see um, that. So contrary to the 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 map down here, uh, these are not the only two siege engines on the ship. See that there's another one like down here on the like the the mid aft castle. I'm not sure what you call that. Like the deck between the the tippy top deck mm-hmm. and you see that there's a magical aura around a ballista but the aura isn't from the ballista it seems it looks like an illusion uh aura and you can see the ballista kind of like slightly like turning this way and that like it's being aimed Ooh. okay i got gotcha. you okay you could play at this game <laughs> now it is kipper's turn kipper sorry uh, patch's turn okay Right, Patch Salt is going to uh, move up here and just kind of prepare for, prepare for combat. And then somebody drops from the main mast, like they were up in the crow's nest. Uh, and they had, like, climbed down partially. And, drops on purpose or, like, falls out of the sky? Yeah, no, like, drops, like, on purpose. And he lands right here. And you see it's a man with a mask. And he points over at the maskador, and he says... My name is Arabindi, and I have been forced to wear this mask for months. <laughs> Bring me the helmeted one so that I may regain my honor. <laughs> I will kill him myself. <laughs> no fucking way. And we'll see you next week. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck was that? See ya. Oh, man. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.